a bonus banter where we answer your questions and talk about nothing. Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Everyone in the room is T posing. Should all this is not a T. This is a Y pose. This is a Y pose. Actually, if we're going to talk about a Y pose, this is a Y pose where the arms are a little bit lowered. It helps you see the shoulders better. But that's not a Y. But it's this an is arrow. the Y. I'm pointing up. In the days of Y M C A. No, I call it the Elmo and Flames pose. But welcome to the end of the year. Uh, when we're recording this, it's December 30th. Um, yeah. We haven't recorded anything in, oh, I don't know. Let me look at the calendar. Last thing we sat down to record was November 18th. Wow, a month and a half. I, That's a pretty long gap. I knew it was a while because uh, we recorded that, and then the next week was Thanksgiving. And I, I had to shove a bunch of crap in our podcast room to make uh-huh. convert the gaming table out in my living room into a sit down and eat things at a table. And I didn't unconvert it until <laughs> about four hours ago. <laughs> and the real funny thing is, no spoilers, we left off on the worst cliffhanger to have not recorded for a month and a half. It's like, yeah. what, quite possibly the end of book two? They don't two? know, though. It was intense. Yeah, but, you're at the very end of book two. Last yeah. time we recorded, yeah. So we can't tell them. Why well, was that's why I said no details. Yeah, yeah. They can't know. They will never know. They'll never know. And there was a there was a reason for that. There was the holidays, and then I got so sick. Yeah, I so am incredibly still sick. Pretty sick. So sick that it makes my normal sick look pitiful. <laughs> It's bad. It's been bad. We've been kicked around by, well, first- A few we, urgent cares. We went to the urgent care a couple of times because we didn't think it was bad. And then it started being like, well, this, we need to deal with this. And then we went to a real <laughs> doctor. And then when we got medicine from them, or the CVS near us is dog shit. And they never have your prescription ready. Like, they're out of stock. And now we're going to have to wait like the better part of a week for this yeah. medicine. That you probably need now. Um, and it's uh-huh. worse because I found out it's intentional that CVS understaffs their pharmacies to save money. So I'm never yep. going there again. Boycott CVS, everybody. Listen, I know it's a, been a heck of a time. I know a good pharmacy about 45 minutes from here you could use. I don't think I'd want to go there. <laughs> you mean the one that you use? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We could meet you there. We could swap germs. <sighs> Do you go to a big box pharmacy or just a small local I go one? to Walgreens. Okay. Mm. That's, okay. That's a good I used box. to do a it's small local one me. that I liked, and then they went out of business. Oh, We should go to the Walgreens instead. There's actually a local one, uh, yeah. family-owned, uh, not Walgreens, pharmacy oh. down the street I was thinking about going to, because uh, screw CVS. Yeah. And yeah. your long receipts. Yeah. Stupid CVS. Stupid CVS. But Stupid CVS. in the meantime, we haven't done any bonus banter or recording because, you know, it's sick. And then the days we weren't mm-hmm. sick, there was like Christmas family stuff, stuff and yeah. Christmas and Thanksgiving. So uh, yeah. there's a lot of things to talk about. Uh, we've had a lot of great food. I know this is a like bonus oh, banter yeah. is where the food talk really food gets talk, concentrated. Food talk, food talk. I did Thanksgiving this year. It was the Derek show. And we just had uh, me... Uh, drow and my parents and we I sent it I, I when I don't have a lot of people to cook for and I have a thing where it's like hey you are making the feast mm-hmm. I can get really into it uh, we made a roast duck with a cherry wine sauce mm. um, and it was beautiful it was delicious I made uh, deviled eggs you mm. made deviled eggs um, I made a new recipe from Chef John on YouTube uh, mashed from potatoes dot com yeah, with... it's a mashed potatoes au gratin so ogre, yes, uh, it's you, all ogre now. You know, I think Jacob, you might know it as mashed potatoes gratin, where there's like thin slices of potatoes stacked on. He each doesn't other. know this. It sounds wonderful, but I've never heard of it. It's the pretty problem, texturally interesting. The problem with that is like the top layer is like cooked beautifully. It's got like cheese and everything, and it's all like caramelized. Ooh. But under it, it can be a little soggy. You know, you got those potato chunks. Yeah. Um, so mashed potatoes au gratin is. Mashed but cheesy mashed potatoes on the bottom in a casserole dish, and then thin slices of potato with that cheese on top. It is bomb. Never this sounds, had it. This sounds it's, interesting. It's like it's like making a mashed potato pie, but instead of a crust, it's more potatoes. 
It's really good. It's shepherd's pie, but it's only mashed potatoes. All y'all listening. The good part of shepherd's pie. <laughs> yeah. You'll go look up Chef John, uh, Food Wishes on YouTube. Uh, and he, he did a video in November, mashed potatoes au gratin. It is fire. And it's I one of the it's, perfect uh, uh, au gratin. I don't remember how he labeled it, but it's a fire dish, dude. And like, it's great because you can make it. Um, you can put a little aluminum foil cover over it and put it in like towels or something to take to a family event. I drove it an hour on Christmas Eve to a family event because I made it Thanksgiving and then I made it again for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out and it was still warm. So it's good. And my grandma doesn't have her taste sense of taste anymore and her potatoes were terrible. So <laughs> people destroyed <laughs> my potatoes. It was oh. awesome. L, grandma. Yeah, grandma took an L. Um but okay. uh, what I'm else? the one who took an L for the family food. <laughs> Isn't your mom listening to this? Should we not trash talk grandma? Listen, <laughs> I love Nana. Nana is my beloved, but uh, those potatoes sucked. <laughs> you say it with love. Wow. My mom, who does listen to some of this, came up and told me at Christmas Eve, I'm so glad you brought these potatoes because oh, okay. there was something oh, okay. wrong with Nana's potatoes. I mean, okay. she, if you said she lost her taste, then she couldn't tell if they weren't right. Yep. Um, yep. I took the L. I made, I made some um, food for, for work potlucks and nobody touched it well that, oh. that wasn't because your food was bad it was because there wasn't there a was soup ladle the last time okay so first of all i forgot the soup ladle and oh. so the one person you did eat off of it used salad tongs so whoever you are you don't listen to this well the fact that someone wanted to try my chicken noodle soup so, so bad, bad that they that used, used salad tongs, tongs <laughs> is the only reason i don't think i didn't cry on the way home i think i worked really hard on that um, but what normally we Whoa. have like no food, and this time everyone remembered that and brought more food than could could have been eaten in a week of a potluck. Oh, um, so I had that fail, and then I made a dessert for Jacob's family potluck thing, and the chocolate didn't set properly, mm. and so I had but. That happens. That happens. Yeah. Chocolate's like, temperamental. Chocolate is temperamental, and we live where it's humid and dry every day, multiple days in a row. goes back and forth. Yeah. The chocolate didn't set properly. What? What does <laughs> the, the Rocky Road candy. The one that you don't like because there's marshmallows. Oh, okay. You don't like marshmallows? I, just plain marshmallows. It's, it's really. just... I'm going to cut his mic. <laughs> you put, you put chocolate I, I'm not make, oh, and uh, marshmallows uh, uh, and peanuts <laughs> and peanut butter. Huh, and you just make little drop clusters, and the the texture differences are actually really nice. Oh, but the chocolate that. didn't set properly. It might be like a turtle cluster. Yeah, it just doesn't have caramel. Turtle. Yeah. Um. So it didn't set properly. Turtle. But <laughs> shut up. But my Thanksgiving food turned out. I think the the, mm-hmm. the the food for both the Thanksgivings and the Christmases was pretty good. Oh no! I failed my first ever pumpkin pie this time. Oh. Oh. It didn't come out, so I had Jacob race to the store with less than an hour. We also found out that wasn't entirely your fault either. It was something weird about the recipe. The re- something was wrong with the recipe. So I made a different one, and that one turned out the prettiest one I've ever made. Mm. So, you know, but it was good. I do a it lot of... It was just stressful. Heck and stressful. Uh-huh. Jacob was there with less than 10 minutes to go. Oh I think God. they still let the lines run at that food line past time. They had... We were cutting it so close. They had one line open. And the line was all the way to the back of the store. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, uh, I had the text conversation to prove how long he was in line. <laughs> I, um, whenever it gets to be November, I start, uh, and not just November, also some late October, I start doing tests of the things I want to do for the holidays. Uh. Um, I bought so much turkey this year. Yeah. Um, because it went on sale towards the end of October for like a dollar a pound, yeah. which is pretty cheap. And so I, I would buy, we've done this. I bought a whole turkey, thawed it in the fridge, butchered it myself, and then like tested the recipe I wanted to use on the turkey breast when Drow and I ate it. And then we used the leg and thigh quarters to make, uh, uh, to make turkey stew, oh, kind of like chicken stew, so good. which you guys had. Mm-hmm, and but it was I also, delicious. I roasted the carcass and made stock with it. Mm. And so my move was, this is, this is what I was planning to do for Christmas was do the same thing with the turkey, pre-butcher it ahead of time, dry brine the legs, thighs, and breasts, and that's like the meat you're going to eat, and then make stock out of the rest. Although I did save the wings for the dressing. Stuffing, yeah. Um, and then, oh, I guess since it didn't go in the 
cavernous cavity of the turkey than it's dressing. dressing. Wigman stuffing is what we call it. But yeah. Um, and so I did that. I dry brined it. Uh, then what I would do the next day is I'll have this like pot of really good stock. Um, and then we use that to make like gravy and stuffing. And then so what we did with the turkey is I uh, used the cast iron to sear the skin of it. Um, and get like a nice good skin going. And then on one sheet tray, I fit all the turkey and just left it in the oven until uh-huh. each piece came up to the right temperature. Mm. So the breasts got to the perfect temperature and didn't dry out. You could and remove them first and then deal them with the legs. And then the leg and thigh got to roast as long as they want. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so incredibly good. Also got and it from a YouTube no video idea. weird bird mangling that happened at the table. Yeah, because we just have the breasts and the thighs. So you just pull off a leg. Or take a turkey thigh, and then you, we already pre-sliced the breast on like against in a bias or something like that. Against the grain. Yeah, and then make gravy on the in the cast iron pan I had seared it on. It was it was so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hungry now. Yeah, I, I should. Do, I, I, I have another turkey. Right I have an eighteen pounder still from when they were on mm-hmm. sale in my fridge. We got a turkey this year. Yeah, we did. I can't wait to take it apart and cook it up. I've never actually done a turkey, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I recommend wholeheartedly, you know, if you have the fridge space, thaw it, butcher it yourself, and then freeze the parts separately so that you can, like, have it on your own. As someone who prefers white meat over dark meat, I have experienced the sin that is drying out turkey breast. Because turkey breast is amazing if Mm -hmm. properly cooked. And I will say that um, the people that I typically do my Thanksgivings have learned to make that work. The last ones Jacob's mom have done, they slow, low and slow grilled it. Yeah. And so it did not dry out the um, the breast. And my mom is just obsessed with the turkey, so she'll make it work. Um, I think the white meat turns out better than the dark meat on hers. Um, but uh, I have had dry turkey breast and, and it's like, not fun people yeah. do all these fancy moves like wet brines and smoking it and deep frying it and like they're all cool and they can make it taste all sorts of different ways but the fundamental problem is if they you cook also it also catch your house on fire right if you cook it whole you got this whole thing and one half of it finishes a lot sooner than the other yeah. half mm-hmm. Um, if you're roasting in an oven, you can do the whole upside down trick and that can get you most of the way there but you're never oh. going to be as perfect as if you butcher it and cook it separately yeah you're cooking two different types of meat. Yeah. And that way, because you're, usually what happens if you get the breasts pretty close, the thighs can be a little slimy still because they haven't fully like um, rendered to where they're super tender and fall apart. Um, but this way, you know, you get those thighs get up to like 198, 200 Fahrenheit and just they'll be perfect. And then the breast is already at 165. I love it. Uh, I could talk food shop all day. That, and if you have like... A flattened carcass, you can fit other things in the oven at the same time. The turkey does not demand yeah. the entire oven. We, yeah. we had all the turkey, uh, one whole thing of like stuffing on a sheet tray, um, uh, a, thing cas- of rice. a casserole dish full of potatoes, and a thing of rice in the oven at, on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And even if you spatchcock it, a turkey, it's never going to get as good as uh, butchered. Though my family did try a spatchcock recently. And boy, it does make a difference. Oh, it's a lot better than whole, mm-hmm. um, but it's never going to be as good as well, butchered. It's because you're not trying to get all of the weird inside bits. When, yeah. when dad did the spatchcock, though, he cooked it on the electric smoker. Ooh. Ooh. So that's a totally different type of cooking it. Yeah. Because that low and slow really does help keep. And it was just the breast. Yeah. So it, it was all one sort of, well, he took away the other parts. There you go. He got the, you know, he actually took apart and got the dark meat off because didn't want that on the smoker. The biggest compliment I got is my sister really likes this uh, uh, Specific sauce. Specific sauce, yeah. It's called Carolina Treat. It's really good. It's kind of um, vinegary. It's acidic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but normally she has that on turkey because she really likes that sauce and doesn't care for turkey. Uh, she tried the gravy that I made with the stock I made and tried the treat and then kept eating the gravy. That's like the biggest compliment anyone's ever given Ooh. me without saying it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my big Thanksgiving one that was happy. The one that makes me like, I, I was proud of it. I made the bread this year. Not only did it turn out, but they still talk about how much they enjoyed the bread I made. Love bread. I made a, um, a bubble, like you put like little, little balls of the dough in a cake bunt pan. 
Ooh, yeah. And oh, so like it, a monkey bread, but savory? Yes, but it's not sticky. It's just heckin' buttery to the oh. right amount. And it turns out, no matter what, it's so good. They loved it and kept talking about how much they loved it. And it made me really happy. I made That's pumpkin awesome. pie, I think. You did make the... You made... No, you helped set... You helped do the mixing and such. Yeah. You know, you made my mac and cheese and it turned oh, yeah. out amazing. Yeah. I made banana pudding and I was so sick whenever I made it. I was over the stove, like angled about 90 degrees away from it so that I could cough while I was stirring. The last time Ugh, I cooked that sick, good banana pudding. I made 72 cupcakes for my <laughs> sister's um, wedding shower mm-hmm. and then promptly decided that I couldn't let all the little old ladies at church eat my flu ridden cupcakes. Yeah, that's what we had to flu. And I kept them in while sick, probably ate half of those 72 cupcakes. Oh my God. Good God. You That's do mood. You should have uh, frozen them. We did. Oh. That's how I ate half of them. Well, if we talk, keep talking about food, this podcast is going to be like two hours long. But food is so fun. I know. Uh, did anyone get any cool gifts over the holiday season that they want to talk about? I got COVID. Yeah, well... According to the doctor, you didn't. They can't test it past five days, and we went in at a week. That's fair. What do you mean they can't test it past they five days? They can't test it. That's whenever the tests are valid for. That's whenever they can detect it. How come, mm-hmm. how come she tested for like two months afterwards? I don't know. That's because what the doctor told me. I don't. I tested early, back when you had to quarantine for two straight weeks, no matter what. It's different now. Did anyone else get any interesting gifts? <laughs> <laughs> I got books. I like books. I got five books. None oh. of them were RPGs. They were actual novel books. Oh, what you any any interesting ones you mm-hmm. want to call out? I got one thick book that is the first three thick. books of the Dragon Riders of Pern book series, a book series from my middle school days that I love. Uh, and then I got four books from a creepypasta author uh, <gasps> called Tales from the Gas Station. And uh, I really look forward to this because they have like a six hour creepypasta, I think, where they read stories from it. But there's like not all the stories are read. So you have to read the books to get the whole story. And I like the whole story. So I liked enough to get it. Uh, Let's see. I got a little drone that has a camera on it. I'm having fun with that. Oh, you've been uh, wanting one of those for a while. For a while, yes. Um, the unexpected uh, fun gift was a stocking stuffer of all things. It was like, what, $5? That was what I got you. It's a little fly killer with a suction cup shaped spiked surface that you shoot off of it with a little spring. Um, He's had so much fun with so that. So much fun. And then today, actually, from uh, Derek and Drow, I got just <laughs> a buttload of miniatures yeah, we from got the you. Darklands Rising Pathfinder 2E set. Because Pathfinder 2E used to be good. We got you it used to be good. A pack of eight boxes of the Pathfinder battles. I, I found a deal on it. Yeah, I think I counted them out. I got 26 miniatures in total, but not all of them are very yeah, small. Yeah, one of them is a fucking <laughs> adamantine golem, and how, it's and enormous. It's like, how heavy was it? Fist-sized. It was almost, almost one pound. pound. Yeah, almost a pound. Jeez. Oh, it's, I got some really, really cool miniatures in there. Uh, and then, to top it off, I recently got myself some unpainted miniatures that I'm going to start painting, uh-huh. and Kat got me some painting materials to do with that. Because I know, I know painting stuff. Yep. What'd you get, Kat? Um, let's see. I got the Bialetti mocha pot. Oh, yeah, baby. And I made my first oh, cup, yeah. and I think I burned the coffee, but it's a little temperamental till you learn it. I was still drinking. So I watched Derek make some, and I, I figured out some things that you need to just see in person. Um, Jacob and I haven't even opened all of our gifts to each other because mine, my big gift him is coming late. Trying to think. Got some new Joy-Cons. Thank you, Drow and Derek. Yeah, you um, got it. Oh, my parents gave me an amazing gift. Got a crisp $100 bill to spend Woo! on whatever Ooh. I want. Yeah. Uh, that That's sweet stuff right there. Lots of nice little things that I got. Um, some clothes I got. You know, no, nothing exciting, but I liked all of it. Awesome. Oh, I got I got one of those little wooden 
um, mannequin model things for art. Oh, nice. So now when oh. I open up my oh, tablet, yeah. I can actually like, set up my little model because I'm really bad at Those things are the making, best. you know, poses and such and, and perspectives. Yeah. That's that's the thing I was going to tell you about. I got that. So nice. now I'm even more excited to use my tablet because I can use a model to make a pose from. Drow, anything you got you want to talk about? Got a cock gun. <laughs> yes, you did. I laughed uh-huh. so hard. My parents got you a cock gun with like silicon caulking, right? Yes. So I am uh, a, a seasoned fish keeper and I'm getting to the point that my aquariums are starting to get old. Uh. So eventually I'm going to need to reseal them. Mm-hmm. Now I have uh, silicone sealant ready. And there is something funny I imagine about witnessing somebody opening up like a caulk gun <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> about the only gun you're not afraid of. But like me, yeah. my dad and my brother-in-law were like, really? That thing's like, they usually just tack those onto whatever caulk you uh-huh. get for like a couple bucks. <laughs> but you were so excited about it. The sealant mm-hmm. is probably the most like oh, yeah. pricey part of it. It has to be 100% silicon or yeah. else it could poison the fish. That's cool. I can see you all geared up to caulk your own fish tank. Time to get caulked. <laughs> and our, our big present to Drow got caught in shipping nightmares. So it it's going to be like mid-January before you get that. That's fine. <laughs> Anything else fun? Uh, I got some Joy-Cons. I got the Ooh, pink oh yeah. and yellow ones. Ooh. They got me the purple and yellow gold. Yeah. As as expected. Purple is my thing. I'm trying to think of what else I got. Um, I got a nice new siphon for my aquarium, and I got a nice new heater <laughs> <laughs> for my aquarium. <laughs> I sense a stuff. theme. The thing is, this is stuff that I would not normally buy. This would be an upgrade to what I already have. But that's the purpose of a gift. It shouldn't be necessities. It should be like an upgrade. Yeah. I guess that the silicon was kind of a necessity, but I also didn't want to buy it myself. You know, I'm trying to think about what else I got. Your sister gave me a jar of goo. Yeah. My <laughs> sister's, what is that, kind of on the uh, crunchy granola spectrum. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. What is it technically called? It is a... Vanilla brown sugar body scrub that is olive oil, vanilla essential oil, and um, brown sugar. Yeah, it looks like goo. And it's it's clumpy. Okay, now I have been gifted once a brown sugar body scrub that was heaven on earth, it's but mine didn't nice. have olive oil in it. And the thing is, it smells like olive oil. It's, it's probably not, nice to use, it's but it's probably it, it really does nice to use, but look it looks like, like goo. Yeah, and it's like only that much filled. I have YouTube shorts that pop up for me from a Crunchy Mom channel. Oh, no. Oh, no. It, it makes fun of it while simultaneously learning about it. Uh-huh. And it is z- z- interesting. Oh, boy. Yeah. She thought that I, because I like to cook a lot of stuff from scratch, was <laughs> crunchy. And I'm like, oh no, I just like to cook as I a hobby. I like food. <laughs> what else did I get? You got finger chopsticks. I got finger chopsticks and Derek laughed at me. Yes. They're he, so good because I will either be modeling or I will be playing a game or I will be drawing and I don't want to get schmutz on my keyboard yeah. or in the buttons on my pen they or on the, my mouse they and got, they're, they're little connected chopsticks that go between the ring and middle finger so I, I can go know, like man. that and then draw again or type again or use my mouse again and they're so good because I don't get powder i don't get salt i don't get sticky i mean it sounds pretty <laughs> appealing to me sticky. it's just such a gamer item though i know you're going to use it for other stuff but just like i don't want to get cheeto dust on my keyboard so i'm going to grab cheetos out of the bag with my finger cheetos i want cheetos so bad now <laughs> cheeto. Oh, cheeto. the perfect crunch of a right cheeto i i got some fun stuff this year uh my mom got me a Raspberry Pi 4, which is very uh-huh. me coded. She had no idea what it was. That's going to be our servers. My dad had most of an idea what it was. Um, Your dad had a Wikipedia page idea of what it was. He knows, he knows it's a computer, and he's right, and that's all he yeah. needs to know. Um, I also got a fun 10-watt uh, Marshall guitar amp, mm-hmm. which is really fun. fun. Which has been loud. Yep, I love that thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds great. 
And let's see, what else did I get that was fun and cool to talk about? For Christmas for himself, Derek tore apart my guitar. I rebuilt your guitar, yeah. Uh, You were so excited about that. I was. I'm very excited about it. It's actually awesome. I upgraded Uh it from like a $150 cheap Epiphone to a like $600 guitar in terms of feel. I spent probably about 200 on it. Oh my God. That's not counting the tools I got, but um, it's awesome. Some of this stuff is an entry cost. Yeah, but it's freaking awesome. I love that thing. I'll put pictures of it in here because I love that thing so much. Um, He tried to rename it. Oh yeah, I wanted to give it a nickname uh, because when I was working on it, some of the stuff didn't fit quite right and I was trying to get it, you know, widen out different cavities and fit certain wires but like it still needs to be tight it's just it didn't quite get in there so i used canola oil on different <laughs> things and the guitar is already yellow so i just like call it canola as a nickname <laughs> it already has a name so yes it has a name and you can't rename it i know i think it looks sick as hell now it dude. does um what else did I get? You did such a good job. I don't know. I don't I think... I got a, you some picks and I got you, you a little did. strap. You did. You got me an awesome strap uh, put on the hollow body. It's really nice. A little like leather strap. When I shouldn't say little. I think it's heavy. Um, but it's good for a very heavy this guitar. Is my, this is my slow push towards you getting a bass guitar. I want a bass guitar real bad, but boom, I could That's too much for Christmas, <laughs> and I had other things to do. Yeah. Um, just skip the guitar and just get a bass. I got a thing that you'll appreciate. It's in my bathroom on my side of the apartment. Ooh. It's a book called uh, The Complete Cross-Sections for Star Wars. Ever seen those books, like Star Wars books? It's an art book, really, where they have, like, diagrams and cross-section of the vehicles in it. Yes. This one has all of them that have ever been made. Even the Vector class starship? Which one is? That? I think that's clones. I think it's Venator clones. class. Venator. There we go. Way I to go, right. buddy! Listen, I was close. All all nine <sighs> movies now and some extras. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's in the bathroom. <laughs> oh boy, that's neat. That's oh. really cool. <laughs> no, I can it's think the best toilet reading, dude. <laughs> it took me forever, but I got a gift you might appreciate, Derek. Oh, I got one of those um, silicon rolling pins where you can oh. set the levels oh. so it'll set for you just how thick or thin it is oh that's mm. awesome and that was something totally unexpected that i can't wait to go for because it looked really ergonomic and with my wrist pain not having to do any more than i need because it'll mm-hmm. set you perfection i i am looking forward to that. i was like no that's, that, awesome. that's a fun one it took me a while to remember it I have this weird thing around Christmas. Everyone seems to have a hard time finding things they want to ask for or like put on a list. And I have like the opposite problem. My Christmas list or my just general wish list is enormous because what will happen is I'll look at something like, that's cool. I want that. Put it on the list and I'll forget about it. And I'll do that all year long. And so whenever Christmas or my birthday comes around, I have to go prune it. To make sure it's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, that's that's just, it's easy for me to think of stuff because there's a lot of things that'll be like that's sick i think that's also just that i like stuff in general if you look at my yeah, room you're a pack rat well not a pack rat i just like things <laughs> i get rid oh, yeah, of things maximalist i like to organize and get rid of things i don't need but i like things i have knickknacks on my bookshelves because it makes my bookshelves look prettier and it has a bunch of fun things and i will pick up my little action figures and go pff, pff, <laughs> and play with them. And I will take my little tiny gunship that I showed Jacob. Did you get that for Christmas this year? I did. Yeah. It was like 18 bucks or something. It's great. My yeah. parents got it for me. And I'll zoom it around. <laughs> I just like things. <laughs> like touching, grabbing things. But yeah, Christmas has been great. Uh, although I'm not as excited about the gifts I get normally. I'm usually excited about what I get other people. So I was the one who got Jacob those minis in oh, those yeah. boxes and watching him go through eight boxes of WizKids mini like packs. Mm. It was great. We should have made an unboxing video. It was really entertaining. Um, yeah. Me and my mom worked to get my dad a really nice gift this year. Um, and that was also fun to watch. I got my mom something I was really excited about. And that's my favorite part about the holidays is food and getting people stuff. Yeah. Jacob, how about how we accidentally intentionally got both of our sets of parents pretty much the exact same thing because our oh, families yeah. are alike. Did you get them flashlights? Yes, we got. The, the dad's <laughs> got dad the same got flashlight. The same flashlight and the same brand of coffee. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, and each mom got a heated blanket. 
And then they each got their own little separate and personalized item. But yeah, there are our families are so alike that we got our parents the same presents and they loved it. I got to see this flashlight because this flashlight has gone around your family now. I thought about bringing it today and I was like, I've got too much stuff already. Yeah, (laughs) it's a nice little flashlight. Nice little flashlight. Yeah, I like it. Well, it's uh, uh, tomorrow is New Year's Eve as recording. When this episode comes out, it'll be like the very beginning of the new year. I know last year, I think we did some like resolution stuff, talked about what we wanted to do in 2023. I know what I said my New Year's resolution was. I don't know if anyone else had one that they remember. I don't remember what I said. How did 2023 go for y'all? It was good, bad, okay? Nice year. Fine. <sighs> good year. I took better care of myself emotionally and mentally. I'm proud of in you. In 2023 and stood up for myself a couple of times. Hell yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of that. It took a lot out of me. But I did it. That's good. I went to the doctor steadily for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. a therapist. That's one of the things I'm going to look into. I have my insurance will pay for a therapist for a little while. Oh, man. 2023, we'd be taking care of ourselves. I got got a therapist and my therapist was like, hang in there. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie. What words of encouragement? That damaged my mental health. (laughs) I yeah, know I stood up for myself in 2023. My goal in 2023 was to get ahead of things. And I meant that being like, because I didn't really have any plan to like change the direction things were going in 2023. I thought I finished 2022 pretty strong. But what ended up happening is I was already operating at like peak capacity. Mm-hmm. And then I like had heart issues uh-huh. and then I got sick at one point in time and we had to cut back on the podcast release schedule because I was like running at the max and like other stuff happened in my life. I wouldn't say 2023 was a bad year, but it was, it was tough. Um, and then I was like, oh, I can't really push any harder or I'll just break my me. Mm-hmm. So I had to scale things back. Uh, we still haven't been super ahead on podcast stuff, but that's more yeah. been a choice. Like, it's always like, yeah, we, I could do this, but it also doesn't take a lot of time to get it out every other week. We also only want to get so far ahead. Yeah. And the thing is, I've taken up a lot of the editing, and that has kind of fallen apart because I hate being alive right now. Sick, 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 sick. sick, sick yeah, you are sick, genuinely, sick, sick, frighteningly unwell. You're you're, <laughs> you're up and down, up and down. There have been there were some points where I was like scared for you. You're better than you were, but yeah, yeah. it's been rough. It's been yeah. a rough month. I, I when you were talking, I remembered when I put for mine and all that, and I said that I would try to like take better care of myself. And well, there you go. For the most part, That's I good. really think I like I said I actually stood up for myself in some scenarios where I used to you know back down and let it go. And that's huge for me. That's good. You you hit good. your resolution. I think I realized that I was asking too much of myself in my resolution, so I needed to change tact. So the resolution was good, I guess, in the roundabout way for me, but like it wasn't exactly possible in the way I originally saw. But that's 2023. It's 2024 now. What's <gasps> well, your what's your in, goals for the year? Like I'm gonna get worse. You're gonna get worse. I'm gonna make it everybody else's problem too. That's your goal. <laughs> yeah. Be worse. I'm going to cause problems on purpose. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Will you two start fighting? <laughs> Is this you starting? Yeah, getting an early start. I won't go home now. <laughs> Podcast over. Jacob, <laughs> do you have any resolutions, uh, goals for 2024, Jacob? You've been Jacob riding on cloud nine ever ceiling. since your tummy troubles cleared Take up. Take your time. Oh, you should try a bunch of new restaurants. More drugs. More oh my drugs. God. Okay. More drugs. No, no. <laughs> You're taking better care of your... You've gotten into a better habit of taking care of your health. More drugs. You should continue that. I'm not good at serious revel, res, re, mm, resolutions. So I'm going to do something silly. I've started working on painting miniatures. I want to keep that hobby up. You want to paint your big miniature you got. I want to paint the big miniature I got. I will uh, uh, affectionately refer to it as the big boy, as is a secret from most people in this room, Mm -hmm. until probably when I get done painting it, at which point I'll probably be so proud that I'll want to show it off. No, that's... But we'll see. I'm excited It's a great resolution. You need something that's non-computer-based as a a hobby. A new hobby. Hold hold on. (laughs) Non-computer-based hobby. I'm being involved in this a lot because I'm a paint-by-numbers kind of guy. Even so, Uh, even so, uh, even if it is 
computer-based. It's a creative outlet. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. New hobby, paint. Minute perturbers. Hop on painting discords. Creating very much since you stopped doing our homebrew campaign. Listen, that's also. <laughs> uh, besides getting worse, do you have anything you want to do in 2024? Oh, I'm going to learn how to do uh, more Unity stuff. I've already oh, yeah. been dipping my toes into it. But I wanna, I wanna really get a feel for it. I wanna get into the meat. I wanna feel the juices of its innards drip down my face. I you wanna be unified. You wanna make a Valheim mod. I wanna make a Valheim <laughs> mod first and foremost. Yeah, uh, that's a good goal. Honestly, I know that I've made this joke before, but if I do actually get to the point where I could make a solid Valheim mod, I might take the plunge and make a smaller scaled but better arc. Oh my god, that's a that's huge. That- commitment dang valheim took like 10 years to get to where it is yeah the thing is it already has there's already like a game schema out there which is you tame the thing that's fair it doesn't need all the extra stuff i don't need to have a bunch of pvp bullshit i just want to have amnimals Exactly. You want to make a first-person Pokemon game? Yes. I just want to collect all the animals and make them my friends. Oh, first-person Pokemon game. <laughs> uh, Open world. Do you have anything? Um, I want to. I want to keep up this. <laughs> try to take better. I'm not saying I'm at all my take better care of myself goals, but I have a few market improvements. Um, I work in the world of salary, mm-hmm. so there is a level of the job doesn't finish. Yeah. type thing. Oh, yeah. And I struggle with that immensely. So I started in about, I want to say October-ish. Um, I like to start early and trying to see if it actually works out. Trying to say, this is the number of days or hours that I will do extra. And if it goes past this extra, unless it will get me fired, I'm not doing it. There you go. It has not bit me in the butt yet. It took some rearranging. But until it bites me in the butt, I'm not doing any extras that I don't have to do or doesn't make me happy that can wait. And that is huge in my field. Yeah. And there's no sense if you're in a salaried position, uh, with especially if you don't have a lot of options of moving forward, like doing a bunch of work and basically doing a job and a half or two jobs. When you're not going to get paid for it. Yeah. So if you're getting hourly, then you basically could be getting... Mostly compensated I'd be for. Filthy rich if I were paid hourly. <laughs> <laughs> filthy effing rich. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to cut back because I don't like that dynamic. I started to do the math. Yeah. And it made me want to cry. There you go. But did it make you want to kill? <laughs> Eat with kill. So your goal for yourself is to look out for yourself. Yeah, it's more it's it's another facet of looking out for myself more. That one was more like my mental health and my physical health. This one is I deserve to be a person who lives outside of work. Yeah. There you go. So That's a good goal. I want to, I'm getting good at what I do, but I want to live outside of work. I do not want to die on the couch because I worked so long and only get to enjoy Saturdays with y'all. There you go. That's a really good goal. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have one like philosophical goal for my me, it would probably be to like, uh, how do I word this? Are you going to cause problems on purpose too? No. Um, Aw. I think I would word it as seek or embrace change because I feel like I can get in some ruts pretty bad. And the most... You got the inertia. Yeah, and the most interesting parts of life are when things are changing. Because if you think about it, if you get in a rut of things in a routine, time starts to speed up. And it's kind of hard because you like naturally feel like you want to get in these routines and stuff. But like whenever you're in like a routine that you're used to and like you know you just kind of keep doing the same thing even if it's fine for you time can kind of like evaporate you can like make a month or two feel like a week um and i don't like that so the more interesting things are like when you're out of place and you're in a new environment and you're learning or whatever else things seem to like slow down because it's like you have to be there and process it there's less tedium yeah I want to like be in those moments a bit more often and not like get too comfortable um, on a more like realistic, tangible thing that I want to do this year, like an actual can measure against goal. I want to finish recording 
the rest of season three and finish out Laws of Alkenstar. It will not release next year. There's no way. There's not enough weeks, and we're not going back to weekly, uh, as far as I can tell. So, like, it's not going to happen. But, like, I want to finish recording it and want to do it because we've never finished an adventure path and we're so close. so close. We are so close. We're two-thirds of the way done. It's such a yeah. landmark, uh-huh. too. We are so close, and so I want to do it. And then, you know, I'll have extra time. We could have, like, six months in between finishing and whatever else we want to do. But I want to I finish an adventure path. I want to, like, knock one out of the park and, like, maybe have enough time to run something off screen because I haven't run anything off screen in a hot minute. Um, and I'd like to do that again. Could I be my cat girl wizard again? Uh, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That would mean we'd be oh, playing Zisha. Rain of Winter. I bought things for Rain of Winter for myself for Christmas. Mm, I heard about that. Yeah. You should be scared. Oh, boy. I heard about oh, Pavel eat it. <laughs> okay. Um, you said we should be scared with one of those fights. I took over the mind of one of the monsters and Pavel beat the shit out of the other one. Oh, y'all haven't got to do the scary fights yet. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Best Pavel, the more attacks they have, the more I agree. Pavel's going to die. There's no offense or buts about it. Pavel's going to die. Oh, no. Tifa's so interested I'll never in him. forget Jacob's character, Pavel, so he's a shifter. And he grapples things, and that's his, his whole, whole thing. Uh-huh. thing is grappling. And it always has this one round where it's grappled, but it can still attack him. And so the first time he ever showed up, he like just demolished this bebelith, this demon spider. Yes, flexed all over me. Felt real good. Next room over, he fought something with like six, six arms. arms. Pavel's weakness, and then he almost died. Yeah, yep. pa- Pavel grapples, but he has garbage AC because he's a shifter and his armor doesn't count when he's shifted. Yeah. He has too much money. <laughs> so Pavel will die. <laughs> There's no adventure. But He'll go down in a glorious battle. It'll be funny. <laughs> It'll be funny. But it's always so funny what you can... You could come back as a half-orc. <laughs> it's always so funny what Pavel can absolutely two-round and what he has no chance against. Uh-huh. Because it's so swingy. It's so swingy. Demon spider, nothing. You could probably... No, you couldn't kill an adamantine golem because it has immune to crits, probably. Uh, probably. But, like, if it's not immune to crits and it doesn't have a ton of attacks, piece of cake. Yeah. But if it has a ton of attacks, I grapple a dragon, I'm going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> She should grapple a dragon. Oh, funny. I'm, I'm planning on it. Oh. <laughs> that's where we're heading. <laughs> right yeah. now our game. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Pavel dies. I'm just going to stay <laughs> an air elemental as my druid far, far away and rain explosion of rot until I can't anymore. And then that's when I'll introduce my brand new fire Knellisis Bender. Bender. Totally not connected Brinder. to Drender, your first character in this Trender. campaign. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, so we've talked a lot. We're like 40-something minutes into this bonus mission. We haven't mm-hmm. done one in a hot minute, so mm-hmm. it's, we're due for a long one. So we're going to finish off with, with some questions. Qu- listener questions. The first one's out old, and I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but, so we're going to do it again. Uh, from Jan in Germany. Uh, Hello, Jan in Germany. Pancakes or Hello, waffles? Mario. Pancakes yes. or waffles? It's That's waffles the right answer. for me. Yes. Yes, both. It's- uh, no, you, you prefer waffles when you have the choice. It's tough when you because have the choice. if they are good pancakes, they can beat out something. But it's so rare to find pancakes that the good. The thing is, if it's a good pancake, then it's also going to be a good waffle. I feel so. for me, it's so, like it's hard to do a good pancake, but so many people can do a pretty good waffle. We'll yeah, that's what it, it is. It's it's not too hard to make a good waffle, but if you get a perfect pancake, you cannot beat it. I'm but not waffles willing are to easier. take the risk. On the pancake? That, and I like the crispiness of it. I like that it holds up. There's substantiation to well, it. Well, then you're also talking, there's a huge variety in waffles. Like, your average waffle is not as good as a good pancake, but a really good waffle, like a yeasted uh I don't waffle. even like those as much. Yeast. You make such you make such bougie waffles, and I appreciate that you are experimenting. I, I love, love that waffles. you are having the opportunity to do this. You make the food weird. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it like this. If it's plain waffle, but if I want to add chocolate chips or something to it, pancake. I got it. I got a winner, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Both are great. French toast. No. I love French no. toast. If I have good French toast, I'll take that over either option. That's a shockingly cold hot take. <gasps> it's been a very long time since I've had French toast that good. 
I love French toast. Drow makes French toast pretty good. I can't remember when I last had French toast. But I can. It's just so messy. Because I'm American. Go you know? on and on about waffles and pancakes. So please it's stop. Waffles me. for me, dog. <laughs> but the, the fact that I mentioned waffles first means it's it's waffles. But if you ever get that good of a pancake, I like uh, what is it? Um, what is the restaurant old people go to that has a shop? Denny's Waffle House. No. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Oh. Yeah. Mm, they have pretty barrel. good pancakes. I like their pancakes. Ooh. I like the pancakes at Eggs Up Grill. I went to a Cracker Barrel and I got the strawberry cheesecake pancakes Ooh. and I froed up everywhere. Oh, oh no. Because of the pancakes? Because or? of the pancakes. Oh, no. Oh, no. there's another reason why it's waffles. Yeah. I grew up... And my favorite breakfast, aside from like a non-monkey bread pull-apart thing, Monkey. was Monkey. Belgian waffles Monkey. with fresh sliced strawberries mm. and whipped cream. Mm. Here's the thing, though. Yes. I have also violently upchucked a strawberry Belgian waffle, and it's still waffles yeah, it's for just me. The thing it's like, I just love because Drow's violently upchucked something doesn't yeah, that's, mean a lot. That's, that's, that's every day. That's, <laughs> that's, based, that's based why I don't drow. drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> Oh no, that's. I never liked it before, but then they gave it to me when I had nothing else to drink at the end of a cross country race where I threw up. Dude. Oh God. We went to a taco. And I took it. We We went to a Taco Bell and they didn't have Baja Blast or Bebzy. That should be a sin. Taco Uh Bell and Baja Blast are synonymous. Root beer instead. Yeah, we had to both get root beer. Which is fine, but it's not Bebzy. Good root beer. I don't Pepsi and it wasn't Baja Blast all the way. I, I like both. If I have too I much Coke, I like a Pepsi. If I have too much Pepsi, I like a Coke. I go back and forth. Nope. Coke all the way. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pepper is so good. I have a bad relationship with Dr. Pepper. I, I love it. It does not love me. You should try Jacob's meth. N- no, what? it's mine. <laughs> See if it makes your stomach better. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no, no. I just can't do that Our much audience combination. audience is going to think that Jacob's new tummy medication is just straight up crystal meth. Isn't it? No, no. it's not. No, no. 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 Make this no very it's clear. very, very different. It's not. Legally distinct. <laughs> okay, let's just, let's just cut this. Yes, let's just cut this. <laughs> no, it's funny. Oh, uh, God. Oh, boy. All right, well, moving on from that. Thanks, Jan. Um <laughs> Thanks, Jan. Jan did nothing wrong there. Uh, Jan started it. The next question is from the Mario, all capital Hello, letters. Mario. Hello, Mario. Hi, Hola. Mario. Hola a todos. How's your Spanish, Derek? Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Been wondering what's your opinion from all of you about season-themed adventures, whether in your homebrew or your tailor-made, oh. pre-made campaigns. Something you know, like oh, it's Halloween, we need a spooky ambience adventure, or oh, oh it's Thanksgiving, let's do a one-shot for Outlaws of Alkenstar. Feliz, felices fiestas. Happy holidays. Feliz Navidad. No, we've never, uh-huh. no, you've done that. I've done it. In your yeah. homebrews. And I've you know done what? It. They were fun. Yeah, we did, really fun. we did two Halloween roughly themed adventures in my homebrew one. Yep. We did a Honey, I Shrunk the Adventurers is what I called it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was, mm-hmm. that Very, was really That was fun. whenever fun. Tyre was introduced. Uh. Yes. Micah played with us. He didn't First make it to the thing, though. He didn't make it to the castle. And then the other one, we did a Scooby-Doo themed uh, one shot. <laughs> you <laughs> wanted to kill some teenagers. It was great. We called, uh, it's, it's, that was a very well done and fun mm-hmm. one. But to me, half the fun was I wasn't there for the first half. So I got to pop up halfway through and not know any Anything, of the people any and hate the, the teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> It was I think they were the incompetent theme. too. Yeah, they were. It was yeah. a very fun Scooby Doo adventure. It was too. very fun. And then we did a Christmas one, or rather, we didn't do a Christmas adventure. We did a like a winter holiday thing in like early January in the homebrew thing. <sighs> Which one was, was that? Was we that did the gifts. One? Yeah, remember. yeah, I remember that. I don't think we actually did any combat. It was like a downtime thing. Yeah, was that the one where there was like a festival and X hung out with his little girlfriend and his... Oh! No, that wasn't the... You met her at the festival, but she didn't live in the city at that point, I don't think. Mm. But we did... I remember the like high-level NPC you guys worked with had gifts for you all. And they Uh, were really cool. Oh, yeah, (gasps) no, Yeah, the My Little Wizard's first, um, um... 
It was the teleportation. Teleportation thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, a little excited. I made this series of uh, magic items. This is before I knew Pathfinder when he rules really well. This yeah. is to be clear. Where you could, it was a, it was a brand called uh, My Little Wizards. And it was uh, a bunch of things that would be like very low usage and very limited scope versions of nicer spells. So what what was yours? It was a little my little wizard's first teleportation kit. Uh, I I whispered, I I am a little wizard. I could teleport a certain distance, yeah. uh, and I think it had it had three uses, or maybe even just one use. And yeah. I used it at the perfect time, and I got to whisper into a NPC companion's ear, "I am a little wizard." <laughs> as we teleported across an army encampment, it was very fun. That was very fun. Yeah, I was very proud of that. Um, <laughs> We had a couple I Am a Little Wizards products yeah, show up. Yeah, we did. Mm. Uh-huh. That yeah. was great. It's, it was It's not it wasn't always it a little so wizard user. It was it wasn't some like other like I'm a little alchemist or a little other stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it was okay. a big brand. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you had spin-offs. <laughs> they had different product uh, lines for the yeah. different classes. <laughs> so holiday themed. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't think of anything else. And it was so funny. You I, were a Magus, right? Yes, I was yeah, Nicholas was Nicholas a Magus. Nicholas. Uh, I've never done a specific holiday themed one, but I've done a lot of horror themed ones. We could yeah, pretend those have. were Halloween. Because uh, that's just, what you like. Listen, it's the podcasts that speak to me and it's the stories I steal. So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I did offer to do a Halloween specific adventure one time uh, with the caveat that I already knew what it was and it was going to involve clowns. And everybody gave me a solid yeah. and quick no. No. So uh, if it's clowns, they don't want to do seasonal no. stuff. No. No. Let me say it in Spanish. No. <laughs> I love seasonal content. I love it. I there think it's go. so much fun. I think if I was doing more homebrew, we would do it. Oh, yeah. But like, what am I going to do in Outlaws of Alkenstar? Like, the, the problem with that is we're also recording at one time and releasing at another. You can make another. a Valentine's yeah. Day one where Cupid has a gun. <laughs> I think it's just harder in general when you're playing pre-written stuff and you're tracking stuff like I do now with dates. Because then it's harder to shove in holiday-themed things and yeah. make it fit the time. Poor, but, yeah. poor, poor Eleanor would call Valentine's Day Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> oh, no. That would be awful. Oh, yes, because Al's dead. Al's dead. The name of the other NPC of the other PC. <laughs> All right, so we got one more question here from uh, Bridgie P. Hello, this is a Bridge very Bird good P. question. It says, "Do you have any more recommendations for a TTRPG variety podcast that you guys listen to?" Mm. I remember mm. ages ago you remembering Roll to Cast, and they're yeah. a great show, like you guys. Um, and. Aww. Variety shows, not really. There's not a lot of people doing what we do. Um, I'll, I'll say the ver- the quote unquote variety show that got me interested in variety shows was GCP playing. Um, they would learn a game, play it for three episodes, and then be done with it. That's exactly so what I was going to recommend. It's yeah. not perfect because there's a lot of mistakes, but they make up for it because they're a fun cast with a fun personality. Yeah. Um, if and you, especially if it's a game that they were already interested in, like Star Trek, and there are a lot of Star Trek nerds yeah, the, and stuff like that. Yeah. That was the inspiration for this show. Uh, if you all want to look it up, it's called New Game Who Dis yeah. um, by the Glass Cannon Network. It's on YouTube. That's kind of the easiest place to watch mm-hmm. it. Um, I think they have a podcast feed for it now, but I'm not certain. Didn't it start off under a, a $5 tier podcast it, feed? It did, but a lot of that's changed in the past couple okay, of years. Okay. This New Game Who Dis was born out of them putting their main shows on hiatus during COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being a really cool thing. So yeah, it's in its main form in 2020 and 2021, I think what it was is, um, they would play remotely. Uh, one episode (laughs) was just learning the game and making characters is the main way they do it. And then they would do a three episode, like one shot, uh, and wrap it up. And it was really good because they brought in a bunch of new people to play with. Um, they did a ton of games. Yeah. So, like, if you're looking for let's learn the rules and be good about it, not great. If you want to just get a vibe for a game, really good. You'll you'll mm-hmm. learn the system. You just won't learn the fine details of the system. So that's what inspired this show because that was happening, and I love New Game Who Dis. And I was like, this is great, but, like, it always ends right where I want, like, a good chunk of content to start. Mm-hmm. Like, they've made characters. They've just got the game kind of under their feet. And so I said, well, why don't we do our podcast where – 
we already did the new game who dis. And so that's been our model. Before every season, we learn, we read the books, we make characters, we do test sessions, which last about as long as one of those, right? And we've done this every single time. And then we make our for real characters and start the show. And we just kind of have notes of all the things we've learned and talk about them as we show uh, as they show up in the episodes. So it's more of a polished, condensed kind of thing. Um, so like we're very connected to this. And then like the thing about the Glass Cannon Network right now, uh, Bridgie P, is they've got a lot of content. So they got the new game who does, which is kind of one feed of content that does a lot of stuff. They don't; it's not running anymore, but there's a ton of stuff there. There is a similar show, I believe. Um, right? There's a couple different ones. I'm trying okay. to look it up. Uh, the Game Garage is one. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one that I can't I love remember how what it was you are called. Just like a little bit of a ways from going, yeah. 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 Um, but if you want to, if you like, if you like New Game Who Dis or you like the Glass Cannon stuff, what New Game Who Dis did is spin off a bunch of short running seasonal shows. So right now they got Voyagers of the Jump, which is in its second season. That's a traveler game. Very good. Uh, Matthew Capitacaza from their main crew runs it, and he is a very good writer. Their Delta Green show. Their Delta Green show. Um, Isn't that run by Joe? Yes, yes, and he's very good. He's so good at it. Phenomenal. He's so good. It is like the game for him to run. Which is funny, because they just seem to shit on him pretty incessantly. Well, that's because he's Joe. The oh, new poor thing. His 2E game was great, too. It's just, it got demolished by COVID. The new uh, Glass Cannon uh, Campaign 2, where they're playing the Gatewalkers Adventure Path, has only 13 episodes out right now, and it's really good. No, 15. It just released 15. Uh, that one's really good. Um... Let's see, yeah, their Delta Green show they got now that I think you can get publicly is Get in the Trunk. Yeah. Uh, they have a Blades in the Dark show called uh, Haunted City, which is in its second season. So basically, they kind of still do it. There's another one they've done called Friends of the Pod. It, I would just look at their YouTube channel and look at all the stuff they've done. They played the Assassin's Creed RPG with Friends of the Pod. But like New Game Who Dis as like a format has kind of died off for them and spun into, well, let's do a bunch of different you know uh, short seasons of a game things which i think is its natural evolution but for us we just make those short seasons one game each and then that's the show although this one is not short by any means but it's <laughs> yeah. pathfinder so it's you know it's our weak spot um yeah the glass cannon is really the place to look because that's where we got our thing so look at new game who does see how you like it yeah then we mentioned roll to cast is another good one i can't think of any others i remember would trying you, to find other variety shows would you consider adventures on a variety show i was gonna I mention would. that they tried out the fate system they tried out monsters of monster of the week if I, yeah if i understand correctly they've done a pretty good job of having a different game every year year and a half <laughs> They're going to be kind of similar to Glass Cannon where they're more entertainers and they're not focused on system stuff as much as we are. Yeah. Um, but the Adventure Zone, yeah, they played their version of 5e. <laughs> uh, they played yeah. Monster of the Week. They did a very good, I think they did a very the good Monster job of, of the, the Week. Monster of the Week fit their style better. Yeah, very much so. So, like, that's another one. That's a classic one. Um, I haven't listened to a ton of their newer stuff. No. But it's I did all listen complete, to so you can binge it. A oh, lot yeah. of the old stuff. Um. But if anyone has some other variety-focused shows, let me know. There was one other one that I heard of that I didn't get to listen to a lot of called Friends at the Table. I think they do a variety thing, um, but I, I haven't heard that one. Um, but there's there's not a lot of variety shows as compared to like 5e shows or just Pathfinder shows or whatever, like game-focused shows. Um, another person who does podcasts that I know is Nobody Wake the Bugbear, and they're transitioning from 5e to the Mothership RPG. Oh. That seems to be a really good thing for them. And then if you want someone like us who is very, like, mechanics-focused, that's, like, hard to find in general. Uh, usually the kind of people who like mechanics vary per game system. Um but uh, yeah, Roll to Cast is the is the other really good one out there because they're very polished and they do seem to care about the rules and show them off pretty well. What you looking at, Jacob? I'm looking at the Mothership RPG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it for questions. Anyone got any last comments or remarks before we sign off for this bonus banter, this hour-long bonus banter? This is like a regular episode-length bonus banter. 
tell it's been like two months since we recorded one of these. Cause problems. Tip the your, new year is yours. Tip your weight, staff. There you go. That's a good one. You give a Gatorade to a trash don't, person. Don't cause problems to weight staff. Not like a bad person, but like a person who gets your trash. Don't cause problems for weight staff. Cause no. problems for uh, CEOs. <laughs> there we go. Well, we hope you all have a happy new year and hope you've enjoyed the holidays. We'll see you more in 2024. Bye. 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 Take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bonus Banter. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you would like to submit a question or comment for Bonus Banter, please use the Google form linked in the episode description. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We're at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. We are also on threads, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, check out our coffee page. You can find us at coffee.com slash third gallon. That's ko-fi.com forward slash third gallon. The theme music for Bonus Banter was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.